0: For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.
1: Joining us now is Mark O'Donnell, former Auckland Aces coach. G'day, Mark, how are you? Morning, all well. All well, mate, yeah, How's the garden looking? Wet, along with most of the rest of Auckland. Yeah, mate, it's not not looking great. Do you reckon? I mean, you know Eden Park better than most. Uh, I know that it's supposed to be fine from about midday. But uh, do you reckon the drainage is good enough that we'll uh, we'll be all right uh, for for the game today, or do you think it'll be affected? Yep. Uh,
0: no, absolutely. Since they put that moss turf down in there, there is no puddling. Um, you'll play you'll play at Eden Park, and it's a one strip tray, so it's not a problem having a wet block. There's no rain around. You'll definitely play.
1: You definitely play. All right, that is good to hear, mate. That is good to hear uh, because we have been starved of cricket. The ODI series has been plagued with rain. I'm not uh, looking at the long-range forecast. Uh, Sorry, yeah, the T20 series was plagued with rain, but the long-range forecast suggests that Sunday and Wednesday will be affected as well in Hamilton and Christchurch. So we'll have to just, uh, hopefully, the Met Service have got that wrong. Uh, Mark, there's a few things we should talk about. Let's let's start with, uh, I think, uh, the one that's on everybody's lips at the moment is Martin Guptill and, I, I guess, the perception of the way that that uh, Gary Stead and and New Zealand cricket uh, have dealt with the situation. What have you made of it?
0: I'll give you a quote. Um, I think you throw away experience at your peril, and I know they're trying to give Finnellan opportunities at the top of an order with a World Cup a year away, but that is an awful lot of runs to get rid of in six months. Gaps over 7,000 at 42, let alone you throw in Ross Taylor's 8,000. There's 16,000 ODI runs over a decade that we've managed to get rid of within a year going out to a World Cup. And I know Martin particularly was looking forward and wanted to play next year's, well, this year's T20 World Cup and next year's ODI World Cup issue. Because what happens if the younger guy that hasn't played much, he's an inexperienced international. What happens if he doesn't go as well as they hope he is?
1: That's a great question. I mean, Gup has taken the uh, the opportunity to basically tear up that New Zealand cricket contract. Where do you think he sits? I mean, if they come cap in hand to him in six months' time because Finn Allen's uh, horribly out of form or got injured, uh, what do you think his response is likely to be? Well,
0: I'm still working a bit with Gup, but knowing... Go, he will, He want, He still wants to play, but his hands have been tied a little bit by not being picked, so he's got to figure out and go and do something else. And that is going to cause a few issues, as it already has, in the Balkans' little nation or somewhere like New Zealand that can't pay their players anywhere near as much as an Australia or an India or an England to try and hold them and keep them. Mm.
1: It's an interesting one, isn't it? I mean, they've, they kind of, you know, when Trent Bolt decided to step away from his New Zealand contract, um, they said that they would uh, you'd still consider him, but they would look at guys who were centrally or domestically contracted um, first and foremost. They've said the same about Martin uh, now that he's stepped away uh, from, or, you know, they've decided to tear up his contract. Yet there's still a guy in Jimmy Neesham who gets picked every squad who isn't contracted domestically or centrally.
0: Yeah, I suppose it's a horses for courses thing that they're actually looking at, but that is quite correct. So you've got one set of rules for one type of player and another for another. Um, more and more, it is going to be an issue. I'm just interested in what, if there's a plan B, because as I said, it's, that's 7,500 ODI runs. You don't place that overnight.
1: No, and that, that, I mean... I don't know Gary Stead personally. I've interviewed him a few times. He seems like a, a, an all right sort of bloke, but there's some interesting conversations that have obviously been had and decisions that have been made. Maybe not all him. Maybe some of it's on, on David White or people at New Zealand Cricket. But you know, guys like Colin de Gronholm, uh, Colin Munro, who continues to, to prove himself in the in the white ball formats, feel like they've you know sort of um, cut their nose off to despite their face, despite their face a few times there with guys who maybe don't quite fit the mould.
0: I think that's very accurate. Munro's um, a very good one because there's three T20 international hundreds that, again, got root, was taken out of that frame when I know he was looking to still try and play international cricket. The same with Guptill, Uh the same with Taylor. You've lost an awful lot of experience there, and I'm not quite sure on that, the going back to T20, what the philosophy is there. Because if you're going to try a hitter like Allen, And that doesn't come off. I can't see then how Kane comes in, who's your anchor, that bat's three. It's a completely different type of batter. When I was at Jamaica, the captain was a guy called Chris Gale. And he just said his philosophy and the West Indian philosophy was you replace that batter, the type of player that gets out with a similar type of player. And I said, yeah, it's easy for you guys. You just go hitter, 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 hitter. And he said, no, we got at that stage, Marlon Samuels. <clears> that was their glue or their anchor player. So they had him between the hitters. But if you're going to lose Thin Allen early, when you've decided, okay, we're going to hit her up front, surely he needs to be then replaced with a similar type of batter. Because it means you're going to have an issue getting through your power player. That's exactly what's happened. You miss by 20, like the Pakistan... Um, semi I think they got 56 or 55 and we were 36 there's your game there Mm. you've got to probably have that similar philosophy so I just think that one's a little bit clouded Um, it's not that Kane's going to play how Kane's going to play and that's fine if you've got someone going at the other end if you get in on a slow surface I'm not sure you can easily have him and Devon inside that power play I think you've got to have someone else um but going back into ODI cricket, you've got obviously that little bit more time. Um, you can see already how the Indians are going to target Allen with the left arm guy that swings the ball back in at him, um, and try and hit that front pad.
1: Yeah, that uh, looks very much like it, uh, like the way um, that they're going to play him. Now, I, you know, we watched this T20 World Cup. Um, we watched what we can of the T20 versus, uh, series versus India it seems to me there's a bit of inflexibility there because you're right. I mean, we've had callers on the show say, you know, if Devin Conway goes out, you bring Kane in. But if Finn Allen goes out, then you bring Glenn Phillips in, for example, you know. Uh, But they don't seem to have that flexibility. Is that down to Stead or is that down to Kane, do you think?
0: I'd say a combination of both. Both are pretty conservative characters. Uh, I don't mean that in a bad way. They just uh are. And I think T20's moved a little bit. Um, there's no longer a set batting lineup. It is a position or it is the type of player or the matchup that you actually want to have against a particular type of bowler, whether that's and especially in the power play. Because you miss your power play by twenty, you're not, you're not winning that game.
1: I've said a few times um, over the last few weeks and during that T20 World Cup that I feel like T20 cricket has really evolved a lot in the last couple of years and maybe it has evolved past Kane Williamson's current capabilities as a batsman, um, particularly in you know strike rate and, and things and the amount of dot balls he he, he eats to get going. Now, what, do you, what do you make of that or do you, would you still have him in your team if you were the Black Caps coach?
0: The difficulty is you've got rid of, as I said, an enormous amount of experience with Munro, with Taylor, with Guptill. You get rid of another chunk of experience with Kane. Um, I think it'll work if it's post-power play. I think it'll work if we get a good start. I think it'll work if we're on good surfaces. But the moment that we're not, you then require a ball striker, a hitter. And that's what a lot of other overseas sides are doing. A lot of other overseas franchise T20s. That is how they structure their T20 cricket and play it. Your hitter replaces a hitter.
1: Mm, yeah, it needs more flexibility. I mean, there, there has been some talk that you know Kane and Stead should give away the T20 stuff um, and we should look to some of those overseas models where we have a a specialist T20 coach and, you know, effectively the team looks quite a lot different because it's almost become a a different sport in a way. Um, Do you think that that's something that New Zealand cricket will entertain? I think it's going to come to
0: that anyway because of the sheer volume of cricket and how closely together it is now. Um, You saw from the, the T20 International World Cup Three days later, we're playing a T20 in, in New Zealand, yes. albeit with a slightly different Indian team. Now, this is a very, very good Indian team that is here, but you are missing seven regulars out of their main side, from Kohli, Sharma, uh, Dugasia, who's injured, Ashwin, certainly Jasper, Bruma, uh, Kale Rahul. So it, it's very much... They, they certainly play almost two sides. I think that that's the way it's going to go. England have already done it. There is so much cricket on. If you want to extend these guys' career, they may have to be a little bit more selective in how much they play or which particular formats they play.
1: I've been a big um, proponent of keeping Guptill in the T20 team and dropping Kane Williamson, um, purely down to strike rate. And I think that Guptill has the experience to be able to to fill two roles. He can be the hitter when he needs to be, but he can also manage an in innings. Um, I don't know what you think of that. You know Gup a lot better than I do. You've worked with him a lot. I mean, would that work, do you think? I think
0: that becomes a possibility, depending on what you're going to do, as I said, with those formats and with Kane. I know Kane wants to play all all three, but um, as I said, so did Guptil. I'm pretty sure Taylor wanted to continue for another year as well, and I know for a fact that Munro wanted to keep playing international cricket. And... That amount of experience that you've lost and ball striking between Guptil and Munro, particularly and strike rate, is very very hard to replace. Mm. It is about performance, not potential.
1: What about the makeup then of this team, uh, the squad ahead of the ODI series against uh, India? Um, what do you like? Uh, what don't you like? And 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 how do you rate our chances in this versus the T20 series? I think in New Zealand,
0: in our conditions, we'll always be pretty, pretty competitive, and especially on a couple of our grounds. Some of those Indian boys I would have thought would not have played at Eden Park before. If you have not, it is reasonably small. Um, so batters lick their lips a little bit, but a tray has a little bit more parabola or tennis ball-type bounce. It's a bit further up on bat than you think. So there haven't been the massive scores that you necessarily think there would be on such a small ground. But it is small. So you generally have bowlers bowling far more back of the length or wider um, or chains-ups not to get hit straight, to try and get hit to the bigger square boundaries. And the bigger square boundaries aren't that big anyway. In our grounds, even Hamilton's not big, we will be definitely very competitive. But this is still uh, a very strong Indian team that we're actually going to play against. Again, 50 over... Cricket, a little bit more time, a little bit more tempo um, to structure and repair and recover if, if something goes wrong. T20 is not like that. And T20 is certainly one player gets in and goes hot. They literally can take a game away from you. It'll require a little bit more. Um, suits Kane, I think. Mm. 50 over cricket more than T20 cricket. I know it's again, he wants to play all three, but if I, you rate where... Is gonna be more difficult. It's certainly Test cricket, ODI cricket and T twenty cricket third for me and mm. easily.
1: Easily, yeah. I mean, I thought the Sunrise's Hyderabad uh, decision sort of, um, you know, sort of capped uh, what a lot of people's thoughts were. I mean, you looked at it, those numbers from uh, the last IPL; with strike rate was ninety-three, and his average was about nineteen. It, it didn't make pretty reading. So, um, if the if the boys with the big money in the IPL know what's going on, it's uh, an interesting one for New Zealand cricket to ponder because sometimes I get the feeling, you know, you've mentioned conservatism. I think that permeates New Zealand cricket. you look over the ditch to Australia, you know, I mean, they pantsed us in the trip. At Chapel Hadley and still sacked their captain? Yes.
0: <clears throat> but the other interesting one is uh, the CPL, Caribbean Premier League, in the last five or six years. There's two guys that have been phenomenal in it with a lot of other top overseas players playing. Kane, A.B. de Villiers mm. included, Warner, Smith, guys that have outperformed them, strike rate and runs, and had been Munro and Glenn Phillips. Mm. It was good to see Glenn Phillips get into that tournament side um, in the T20. it's I don't know where he'll bat in this ODI side, six, and I think that's probably too low. And they've turned him into that number four batter to bat and be able to go through the middle, but the vast majority of Glenn's um, domestic career has been spent opening um, very much the India-Australia ODI theory of years gone by where the most destructive batters, which are Mark, Warren, and Session, bat at the top of the order to bat the most number of overs. So it just depends where they, they see him being used. I mean, Daryl Mitchell's gone pretty well in that T20 format where they turned him and then threw him to an opener, and then we've never used him through there again. Obviously, Devin Conway's gone exceptionally well in all three formats, um, but I think it is finding... A regular destructive partner and hitter for him, and I would have seen we could have got more out of the Munro Gupta bracket than necessarily we um, we had.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's interesting, mate. I mean, the the uh, the cynic in me suggests that maybe if he had been playing in ND or or Canterbury, he might have might have been all right. Stop it. Uh, Good stuff, Mark. Thanks very much for your time. I really appreciate it, mate. Go well and enjoy the cricket tonight, eh? Absolute
0: Pleasure. Cheers, mate. Go well.
1: It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.